I cut my hair like this. I dressed oh like him. God. I did. Was that Matt hiding his laugh? <laughs> that was not it. This is Swick Presents Outside the Galaxy, the podcast that takes a closer look at unique characters and people a little closer to home. Well, pitter-patter, let's get at her. Backstories. Well, we're bones. Histories. Wasn't me. And details. I love gold. You never knew. So this is Planet Houston. Wanted to know. No, I don't. Or ever need to know. You took four minutes of my life and I want them back. Now here are this episode's panelists of Outside the Galaxy. Hello and welcome to Star Wars and Character Presents Outside the Galaxy. Well done. Thank you, sir. <laughs> First try. I, I um, read my script perfectly. You wrote it down? You had to write it down? <laughs> no, I didn't write it down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they, 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 I don't care that much about there. this show. Come I can't on, believe dude. you wrote it down. I have nothing planned. That's that's how I, I live that's my life. That's right. You know? But I was going to ask you, outside the galaxy, is there? Outside the galaxy goes on forever. Where's outside of it? This is, here. This is Matt's, right this here. Is Matt's thing. We are right here. Galaxies are pieces of the universe. So you can go outside the galaxy and go to another galaxy and then another galaxy and another one. And I think there's a name for clusters of galaxies too, but I don't know what it is. Now, you're, the question you're asking is what's outside the universe? And we need to dial up Neil deGrasse Tyson on that and have him ruin everything we love. I was going to ask you. You sound like him now all of a sudden. Yes. Um, he's, he's, you know what? I'm not a fan of his. I used to be a big fan of his. But man, talk about being a wet blanket like the past five years. Like everything that happens, he has to suck the fucking wind out of. Like, come on, man. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like um, Monique, the last eclipse that happened. Like, I forget what he said. It was so unnecessarily asinine. The comment he made about the eclipse. Like, the people around the country were like enjoying this. And I think it was. I think his his statement was well the part the full eclipse is really only 0.4% of the country experienced it. I don't understand why everyone else is getting so excited. It's like shut up. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Me telling an astrophysicist to shut up. Matt, you you have the right to. Oh, okay. Good. You know more about this stuff than anybody I oh, know. Hell yeah. You're not talking about Neil deGrasse Tyson tonight, right, Chance, are you? I'm talking about you. Oh, okay. <laughs> and your vast knowledge of space exploration. <laughs> Speaking of that, I I don't know why I thought of this. I was out on a walk and it just it struck me for no reason whatsoever. Does Quakertown High School still have the planetarium? No. Oh, okay. I thought they that thing was on its last legs when I had uh class in it. I I assumed it probably didn't exist anymore, but I didn't know for sure. Now I know. Yeah. When I was still working at the high school, they closed it and the reasoning they gave was that it was A too expensive yeah. to keep because that because that machine that was in there must have cost a fortune. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um it was too expensive to keep it repaired and working correctly. And the people that knew how to use it were either retiring or dying <laughs> that I could see too. Yeah. So it just became, it was cool to be, I mean, we all went to a high school that had a planetarium, right? Yep. Like but not many people. Yeah. yeah. Not many people can say that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's just a classroom now. Okay. They, I was just curious. They took it all out. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Like I said, that thing was not in great shape when I had, uh, uh, Dwight 
was Dwight Anderson's astronomy class. Yep. Yeah, he was one of like the three people that <laughs> knew how to use it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm man, when you were a kid, did you ever like like astronaut? Did you ever like tr- like really want to be an astronaut? Mm, I'm sure to some extent, but uh, no, that was never going into space isn't a real passion of mine. I, I enjoy launches and following space exploration and learning what's new out there and this that new um telescope that makes the Hubble look like a fucking uh Fisher Price kaleidoscope is pretty amazing. But as far as actually going <laughs> up into space, that's never that's never been one of the things I've interested in. So I'm sure being an astronaut crossed my mind as a child. You you'd want to be everything. You want to be a a squirrel, you know, you want to be a firefighter. So I'm sure it crossed my mind, but, but when it came down to really, you know, thinking about my future, I doubt that it was anywhere on my, on my mind. I want to know anyone out there listening. Everyone to be a squirrel as a child. Let us know. <laughs> Little said, tiny Matt was like, I want to be a podcaster. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I heard on NPR today on wait, wait, don't tell me. I forget what it was, but it's something like the new number one turnoff for single women is men that identify as podcasters. <laughs> so I have a podcast yeah. and they're like, check. check please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Happening. I could too. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> what's what do you think's worse like having one like you know massive podcast you get paid for and you know hundreds of thousands of dollars or doing 10 of them just talking about you know toenails <laughs> so either being the show with jason bateman and those guys are neo's as is the, is the question you just asked me <laughs> <laughs> i thought that's one way of wording it <laughs> okay <laughs> That, yeah, what was the um, smart list? Right? That's it. Is I that couldn't there? think of it, damn it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want to be Jason Bateman or do you want to be Tim? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you choose. The answer is never Tim. <laughs> eh, Tim's not with us. Uh, no, Tim, Tim's, Tim's not with us tonight. He's not dead, if, but he's not with us. No, I, I don't know what we sent him messages. He never, you know, he's working, busy. I don't know, ignoring us and someone's trunk. Yeah. He's back at the alien ranch. Back at the alien now ranch. Now that yeah. I can I can respect that. Especially well, if he's yeah. with that redhead. Well, we miss Tim. We always miss Tim. Tim Tim's a Tim's a piece of us. It's it's like our left testicle. That is right not here. the word I thought you were gonna follow peace with. He's <laughs> <laughs> a piece of Poopy now, Tim. <laughs> Tim's busy. Tim had Tim has all Tim's actually like doing more now. He's like yeah. he has like projects going on yeah 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 so yeah, maybe, he, maybe he's gonna make a big and he's gonna you know leave this podcasting world. that yeah i i if, if any one of us were to make it big and not bring the others it would be tim tim would be my first <laughs> guess <of that. laughs> but but this is gonna go solo yep <laughs> um dave has one for us he, he said he's saving one that he that with tim would make a good show he's gonna save one for tim I do have one that I'm really, really excited about. Okay. And but Tim, I feel like Tim needs to be on for that right. one. So you guys get the one that I'm, eh, <laughs> yeah. I'm we get I'm the sort fucking of, leftovers. I'm sort of I'm just okay with. <laughs> All right, I wish well, Lou man. was here. Yeah. What's <laughs> Lou's just I want to talk I, to Lou, Dave. I asked Lou. Lou is uh, busy, but Lou may be in a uh, voice you hear on future ones of these he would love to come on i'd love to have him on let's not get carried away he'd be willing to come on no he said he likes the new direction okay all right 
and okay. he is would be super excited to be a part of it. So okay, I'd be happy to have okay. him on when the show Tim, as well. When Tim goes solo, we swap. That's him right. right. There you go. Middle. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I got one, and Chris, you're especially going to like this. Oh, fucking A. I'm always afraid. Of all the people here, Dave and I am afraid are going to pick better, like the, the same kind of character, but Dave would do fucking a better job with oh. his. <laughs> that, that is not true. Is, this is somebody you would pick, though. I was going to say, I think of, I think of the... I think you're right. And we've had... I, and this is... Now that everyone's done an episode, the idea is kind of evolving... Um, there's, I think there's very little crossover of me and Tim ever doing anything any of the other three guys would do. But you two have the most potential of picking a similar character at one point, I think. I think you're right about that, Chris. Well, this is crazy because Dave and I did an Indiana Jones and character episode. Whenever Dave says, hey, do you want to do it? I'm like, yeah, sure. And then when, when he offers, I'm like, well, I got to think of some. So we can try to do two. Try to bang out two episodes, okay? Right. Dave did his category was like Indiana Jones like and like like movies impersonating the movie or something like fake Indiana Jones movies. Right, yeah. yeah. The, the asylum like, version of Indiana Jones. Yeah, a, a Indiana Jones adjacent. <laughs> right. Indiana adjacent. And here's <laughs> that's a good title. And then I had waiting on the sideline, I had whatever, like 40 movies I saw on IMDB of the same idea that I was going to give Dave like a trivia game thing. Oh, right. Yeah. So he picked exactly what right. I was going to do. And like I said, he did his better. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> oh, you did. did so if you don't listen to Indiana Jones in character, you might want to because the new movie's coming out and Chris and oh. I are really fucking funny. I forgot there's a new movie coming out. <laughs> That's right. And Dave's even going to watch with me. Dave, I told you when the tickets go on sale, I'm buying a ticket right right next to me or on top of me. One or two. time. <laughs> cannot wait but this is i'm not doing any jones today but i am doing somebody that chris loves and uh, so, are you guessing or no oh wait, we yeah we gotta guess uh oh my god this you don't have chris to guess. loves because i have a i have this idea of mine but i don't want to say what it is because that's what i'm what i want to do down the road okay you know can we can we can we have can we ask like can we have one hint or no can we guess like a hint, a clue? Um, okay, well I'm trying to think how specific of a hint do you want? I want I guess either like a TV or a movie. Like an eighties TV or an eighties movie. This is a nineties movie Way character. Nineties, who I love. Nineties movie character. And yeah. I will also say this of anybody that loves this character, there are very few. But you and I are two of the few. You know what? That clue. What year did this movie come out? I think it came out in 1990. Dave, if it's this. All right, hold on. And, don't, and even tell me, don't even tell me you have one ready of this same character. Because no, then, no, 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 no. If okay. it's who I think it is. When you just said you and I love this character, but no one else does. Mm-hmm. Matt, do you have a guess? I don't know, so I will just say I think I'm gonna, Dave okay. Trell or Turl. Dave Turl. Oh, from Dune? Nope, from Battlefield Earth. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking <laughs> fade, fade, not Turl. Yeah, Turl. Oh, that's a good one to do, though. Oh, God, really? There's, um, 
<laughs> oh god. <laughs> there is uh what is it? The nook. The nook. Uh place here downtown or, or uh well yeah in orlando uh, like uh, kind of a uh social place they have uh trash movie saturdays and they're doing battlefield earth tonight that's why i was in my head oh it's tonight yeah oh why are you talking be, to us yeah, yeah you, you should you should be there right now <laughs> i would give anything to see battlefield earth on the big screen again oh, my oh god i'm glad it's playing down there man <laughs> I don't want to get that text. Hey, Chris, you want to see this? And I'll go. Yeah, uh, what are you no. doing tonight? We're going to go see Battlefield on Earth. <laughs> Dave, did this movie come out in 91? Yes. I, I think I know the answer. What's the answer? Because the way you said you and I love this that no one else does describes the character in the movie was a flop. Are you doing Hudson Hawk? I am doing Eddie Hawkins, oh a.k.a. <laughs> I fucking guessed it. The Hudson Hawk. But I had a clue. So that's why I got it. But that is. F- and you said, this, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> I want to swing on a star right now. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, do you have any uh, gut reaction to I, uh, talking I th- about Hudson Hawk? For the I next thought it hour? was a good movie. I was shocked how, how, felt, how bad it flopped. It Hudson is a good Hawk. movie. Yeah, Hudson Hawk. Man. I'm reasonably sure I saw that with you guys. I think we all saw it on a like at one of those Friday night screenings, and I was like, "Oh man, get ready! This this theater's going to be packed for two weeks." And like, no one came after that. Catch the excitement! Catch the adventure! Catch the hawk! Catch the wave! Yeah, he's, he's swinging! Yeah, on the poster! Yeah, hell yeah! We even had a promo. At the theater chain we worked at for like three fucking week or months. I think it was months. Every month you had a like a a green card, a yellow card, or a blue card, and you had to get like the Hudson Hawk special, like a large drink, a large popcorn, and a fucking juji fruit or something. And then you got you got one of these cards. And if you collected all three cards, you got a free ticket opening night for Hudson Hawk. I remember that. Now that you said that, I forgot now that he that did. Whole yeah, thing. I remember that shit. That's amazing. Yep. So before I even get into like the shit about it, I, I mean, I'm glad to hear you say that. Why did you think it was a good movie? I, I thought it was a, uh, a very walked a very fine line between paradising James Bond and being its own kind of James Bond. Like it wasn't, it had some, it had some funny parts, but I it wasn't terribly silly, and it just it walked that line really well. Where it's like it kept you engaged, you really wanted to know what kept happening, but kept you entertained both with suspense, action, and comedy. I just thought it was mm-hmm. just a very well crafted movie, r- well written movie. Okay, still there's still a line I quote from that. It's like every time it's like I see the word Butterfinger, I go no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. I haven't seen this movie in quite yeah. some time. Now, now I'm dying. I should watch this movie again. All right, well, I'm glad to hear you say that, Matt, because I do think that it was a little bit ahead of its time. That's a good one. That's a very good way to say it. To add yeah, to that. And yep, it, yep. It was very misunderstood in that it was it was like a comic book. It was almost like a fairy tale, even in some respects. And it did bomb miserably, but made its money back on home video. And to the point where they even started getting 
residual checks. Oh, nice. Um, because it, it, it did bomb horribly. Most pet projects seem to. Yeah. And yeah. this, this was his yeah. and it bombed. And, um, but that was like kind of like the early ish days of, of home video when people were just renting anything they could get their hands on. And it became, it wasn't, it was, I wouldn't say it became like a cult thing or had a following, but enough people rented it that it finally made its money back many years later. Mm -hmm. So Chris, what are your gut? What's your gut reaction when you hear about this? Well, I think like like you said, like I think it's most because of Bruce and everything that felt, you know, Moonlighting and Die Hard, everything, and he's in it. And even then, it was corny and cheesy. I had a blast watching because it was comical. He was it was zany. It was kind of like cartoony at times, like sound yeah. effects. I remember it's been a while since I've seen this movie, but I I I do. What does he say? Oh. Well, don't say anything because that's my my instead of trivia for you. Yeah, I I have a Matt has to. Matt has to bet whether or not you can finish the quote. Oh boy! Okay. No, it's been forever since I've seen these movie. This movie. I guarantee you, you're gonna you're gonna know these though because this is a movie that for some reason we really cultivated towards, and it's probably because of Bruce Willis. But I still say some of these things, and I think you do too. Oh, I am sitting in my man cave, and I have an autographed Hudson Hawk um, postcard hanging on the wall like i still love this stuff way more than i should <laughs> my hat uh, my hat. <laughs> right see matt knows this movie yes, well Holy shit. Shit. he's like he's getting hit in the head and the stomach and he keeps bending over yep. up and down up and down it goes oh my hat <laughs> I gotta watch this. Is this is this on anything? Have you watched this movie lately, Dave? Uh, it was on Hulu for a while because I made Jack watch it, my <laughs> son, and he hates it. Oh, God. oh my God, does he hate it? And I tried to make him watch it a second time because it, it did kind of so like Matt was like I was like you just you're misunderstanding. Yeah. You need to give it another chance, and he was you're no, a stupid child. Yeah, there's no way he's ever watching this movie again. Ah. Oh. That part that Matt's talking about with my hat when I think the guy is it it's um uh, what's his name the the old guy oh, who's is the actor James he's, Coburn right James Coburn oh. everybody's yeah. got a gun everybody's got a gun <laughs> his long ass fingers yeah yeah so he he's the one I think that he's fighting and he goes into some karate thing and flies over top of him and goes off a cliff <laughs> and this is not one of your uh, one of your quotes but. He Willis turns around and goes, I guess you never messed with anybody from Hoboken before. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> oh, so, man. That's the first fact about him. He is believed to be from Hoboken, New Jersey. And uh, Chris and Tim and I, anytime we go up to New York City, you go and, and you drive, you kind of have to drive through Hoboken to get there. And I guess Hoboken's real claim to fame is that that's where Frank Sinatra's from. Oh, <laughs> I did not realize that. So he's named for the Hudson Hawk, that is, the cold wind that blows from Chicago to the Hudson River. And this is mentioned in the movie and is really the only reason that this movie exists. Um, this is the backstory as to why this movie even became a thing. Um, Michael Kamen. You guys are familiar with Michael Kamen, right? Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, the composer. I know his name. I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yep, okay. So he he did like the Robin Hood score. He did the score for this major, major player in the early 90s. Had a band and Bruce Willis, I guess before he was really anybody, would sit in with the band and play the harmonica. Because okay. he is actually really, he's really a talented harmonica player, actually. Chris and I have seen him live. Yeah, it's true. Twice. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. As many times as Corey Feldman. <laughs> Only better, Dave. <laughs> I will have seen Alice Cooper twice in a few months, so which one wins there? <laughs> well, you're talking about a legit music- musician. <laughs> so it was talking about actors, yeah. You want to be musicians, yeah. In fact, Chris and I were almost murdered at one of those uh, concerts. Do you remember that? The Bruce one? Yeah. At, at AC? Yeah, in Atlantic City. Yeah. We almost got, um, there was almost like a stampede. Stampede, like a, uh, yeah. Like uh, yeah. Did you get like crushed up against the barrier or Against or the fence, yeah. Yeah, and yeah like, during and the soundtrack. Don Rickles is giving a shit? Don Rickles did make fun of me <laughs> during the during the uh, pre-show, yeah. But, and where's uh, he at now? Huh? Yeah, where'd that get him, fucker? Where yeah. he belongs. <laughs> Ow. Ooh, I don't know about that so, one. <laughs> sorry. Yikes. So Bruce Willis and Michael Kamen have been friends for like a long time and they had heard of this story. This is like a real thing. The the Hudson Hawk is a real thing of this cold wind that blows from Chicago all the way to the Hudson River. And they were walking around one night talking about this and decided to write a movie about it. So Michael Kamen and Bruce Willis wrote this story. I never knew that him and, and the connection with him and Michael Kamen. I, I really didn't. That's, this is cool because I, I, I like, you know, I love them both, I guess, you know? Yeah. And this, like I said, this was one of Bruce Willis's pet projects. At that point, he had enough clout that he could start making movies that he wanted to make. Um, there are a few weird things in this that are jokes to Bruce Willis and probably nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine there are. <laughs> I mean, like the fact that he's always trying to have a cappuccino. Do you remember that as a running joke in the movie? <laughs> yeah. It was a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. All I wanted was a cappuccino. You know, like, like all the, like at one point he almost has one and Frank Stallone's character like shoots it out of his hand. Um, you know, it, there's all the, like this weird random shit that Bruce Willis and Michael Kamen must have thought <laughs> was really funny that they put in the movie. And I mean, at least we liked it. But there's there's even other lines where do you remember do you remember the um the line where he gets out of prison and he's reading all of the uh, stuff on the menu at the bar that Danny Aiello owns. A little, he's like, a little reindeer, bit. goat cheese pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like these are all these are all um inside jokes of Bruce Willis because he says he says something about reindeer goat cheese pizza in Die Hard 3. Oh, really? I, I mean, yeah. maybe it's a thing where he grew up at. Maybe it's a, it's a meal for him or something. He, Bruce Willis is a weird guy, I think. And even what was the, the, the line in Pulp Fiction? You know, Statler Brothers song um, Flowers on the Wall? Yeah. That he's listening to and is smoking Captain cigarettes and, Cap- oh, right, yeah. and watching Captain Kangaroo. He uses that in another movie too. They're like, "What you've been doing?" He's like, "Nothing, smoking cigarettes and watching Captain Kangaroo." I remember that. Bruce Willis is a weird guy. 
and he puts all this stuff in the movie. He doesn't understand any of the stuff from how long he's been in prison. And the other big uh, gimmick in this is that he does everything based on the length of songs. Yes, which I yeah. thought was a really cool part of the entire story of this. Because that's when when it was Bruno, like right around the late eighties, early nineties, right? The Return of Bruno, that album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it came out in eighty seven. So I think he was he was still passionate with singing, and then wanted to put it in his movies, I guess, to advertise, you know, his. Yeah, maybe. I mean, his voice. He was still on Moonlighting when that came out, and that was a whole another weird thing. I mean, him creating this persona and and there was like a whole mockumentary about it and the album i mean he had a top 10 hit from yeah respect yourself i i this the whole thing is kind of fascinating that it would even come out and i've been reading lately because I, I don't know why i i've always been obsessed with you ever hear the movie uh the day the clown cried no sounds familiar so this is this movie this this might require an episode this movie that jerry lewis made in the 70s oh yeah okay i have heard of this apparently it's like yeah quite disturbing or yes so he's a he's a clown during the holocaust yes i have heard of this yes (laughs) he gets put into like auschwitz and as as a prisoner in the camp he's like a he's like a very famous clown to to you know help the children get through the the holocaust he entertains them in the concentration camp and he started making this movie and you can see parts of it on youtube and then they've added in scenes that weren't finished and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but you can see part of the end I mean, if you don't, if you ever, and the movie, he said the movie would never come out in his lifetime. The movie's actually going to come out next year. <laughs> well, he was right. Yeah. yeah. So I think 2024 is when this movie can come out. And it ends with the, the Nazi officers basically telling him, these kids are going to die anyway. Um, we can, we can shoot them or you can lead them into the gas chamber. And they'll follow you. They'll they'll follow you because you're their favorite clown. And that's how the movie ends. You you see him like in a parade style, march these kids into the gas chamber and the movie ends. So he was like, saw the dailies had second thoughts and said, this movie can never come out. Right. But it's gonna. Um, and the only reason I bring this up is because I was I was looking up other movies that didn't come out for some reason. And Bruce Willis has one that he was filming in Baltimore, I think. And it was another pet project. And it was another thing where like it all went wrong. And he vowed that this will never ever be seen. Uh, I forget what it's called. Did he say whenever he passes? No. Because that might be soon, unfortunately. Oh. No, I'm not. There's, there's no joke there. He's oh. uh, keep reading. I'm reading everything about him and the yeah. people magazine. Deteriorating. Yeah. Yeah, it's horrible. It's 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 heartbreaking. It's just this is the worst but, episode ever. But 
<laughs> Sorry. I, I keep seeing every week or, or every couple of weeks, there's a new movie that he must have made to get his bank account up. Like he's, he's in so many movies now, like DVD, video on demand releases every week. There's something out there with him. But uh, I, I'm the other reason I even brought this up at all is because we talk a lot about our stories about uh, stealing stuff from other movie theaters yep. and this fake company that we started with uh, Entertainment Enterprises. <laughs> Entertainment Enterprises. Where Why does that exist? I'm going to Google that now. It probably does. Where we would call and you know see what they had and then go steal their shit. Yep. And yeah. we always say that we use Bill Clay from. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, from Die Hard, but the other name that we used in conjunction with that was Eddie Hawkins, be- <laughs> because we like kind of fancied ourselves as like cat burglars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think we even sang. Do you remember this, Chris? Or A little I- bit. Yeah, singing. I know shit. you don't remember things. I don't. But whenever people like, whenever people like, even met and Hudson Hawk tickets, like when you start singing, I'm like, yeah, I remember a little bit of that in my brain right now. Yeah. I think when we would start to um, steal stuff, like it would, like we knew the coast was clear, you and I would like quietly go, "Would you like to yeah. swim <laughs> on <of> stuff?" Like <laughs> as we would like pilfer their standees and banners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about? And I'm tempted idiots? now. Like I go to theaters now, and I'm like, "Oh, I could. We could try this." But I can't run. I can't. I can't move fast as, as I as I used to. And are you know, there's so much stuff out there I want to take, but I just can't do it because my age. <laughs> yeah, train Luke. It's, yeah. yeah, exactly. I think I keep telling them because we we saw me with it. They have they have Creed popcorn buckets. They're sixteen dollars. I'm like that's fucking outrageous. And they have them on the counter. I said just just we should just go over there, just grab one and walk away. No one's gonna know. Why Fine. do you want it? You didn't even like the movie. What do you want it for? Yeah, exactly. Hold popcorn. Hold popcorn in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why don't you just take one that someone left behind, like Tim does with the Star Wars? I look. I look. Oh. I, I we we saw Creed. And I was like, oh, look around. Popcorn buckets. Nothing. Damn it. That's all. Well, well, the other, the only other two things I really have about this is one, Richard, Richard Grant, Richard E. Grant. Wrote and I I love him. I don't know how you I guys like him feel too. about him. He is didn't need to be in Star news. Wars, but I still like him. That's true. He was. I forgot. Yeah, it was I know. Star right? Wars. Um, in his novel, he wrote a chapter about Hudson Hall. Wow, Jesus Christ! Well, was it a chapter. good chapter or a like scathing chapter? Scathing. Oh, about see. how badly run the production was and then he and Sandra Bernhardt used to sit around just trashing everything that was going on and the one thing that he (laughs) mentions in his book that came out of this is that he was supposed to play the Sheriff of Nottingham in Robin Hood Prince of Thieves Uh but had to turn it down because of Hudson Hawk. He made the right choice. Wow. Well, I mean, he was supposed to be able to do both, but because Hudson Hawk was so plagued with problems. Oh, really? Oh, wow. It went long, and he had to bow out of it, which meant Alan Rickman became the the sheriff of Nottingham, which I think is where people really kind of first, well, that and Die Hard. Die Hard. But, But yeah, like I remember people really, really enjoying Alan Rickman's performance in that because it was funny. And I could see, I could have seen Richard Grant doing that too. Yeah, I could have. 
Um, and the other thing is, there was a Super Nintendo game. Yes, there was. Did I have that? I must have had that. I had it. It was. Uh, you had to steal. The first thing he has to steal is this horse. Do you remember the Frank Stallone is a mobster, and he wants him to steal this horse because there's like one of the pieces of the th- of the Da Vinci's machine that turned lead into gold. Right. Yep. Is in it, so he has to steal this horse. And that's the first thing you have to do in the video game. I kind of remember that now a little bit. I must have got that game too, because you know, Bruce. I gotta get it. It was horrible. <laughs> it was oh yeah. Horrible. Uh, horrible. I had a dumb lethal weapon Nintendo game for the thing the Super Nintendo. It was horrible. Horrible. Yeah. But uh, I just wanted to get him on the books here, and I knew that Chris would be excited. I am excited. I'm actually looking. Like, what's what's funny is see us here like. The budget, Dave. Did you, did you see how much it costs to make this? Estimate it. No. Sixty-five million. Oh my God! Most of that must it's have been op- salaries. Yeah. True. It opened at only seven million. Oh. And it grossed worldwide. Seventeen million. Seven. Yeah, seventeen million two hundred eighteen thousand. So, yeah, I believe it. But then it yeah. did finally make its money back. Um. It stars a very young David Caruso. He yes. is a Kit Kat, I believe. Yeah, all, yeah, yeah. All of the henchmen had candy bar names. Yeah. So he's That's, Kit Kat. I remember seeing this movie. I remember just having a blast, having a good time watching it. I guess I was more. It reminded me. It was. It was. Just, it was a satire of stuff, and it just. It was just fun, and I love Bruce. No matter what he does, even if it's shitty as hell, I still enjoy watching him. Yeah. There wasn't anything that he could have done in 1991 that we wouldn't have thought was the best thing, <laughs> the best thing out there. You're absolutely right. And I'm not saying that's right, but I'm just, it's, that's just the way it was. I, I, for a long time and still to this day. Now, I mean, you hear all these stories about him, not the, the, the illness with the, notwithstanding, but about how difficult he is and how much he kind of, is a prick to deal to work with and all that kind of stuff. But there was nobody cooler on planet earth than Bruce Willis in 1991 and Hudson Hawk. He was the coolest motherfucker on the planet. Yeah. And it, it was a wet dream, I guess just for me. Um, when I, when I saw Stallone, Arnold and Bruce at like planet Hollywood events. Oh, <laughs> and this, how awesome Bruce looked and shit and just being there and, and, and doing his thing. And like, yeah, he was, he, he was the shit, and reading what's happening now in his health is just—I'm telling you, don't don't call me that that week, all right? Anybody, whenever he yeah. passes, I'm—it's I'm, going to be. Uh, is he going to go in the the annals of Chris's? Uh, uh, what would you call it? Um, uh, wall of uh, wall, would, would he be in the same hall as Michael Jackson and John Ritter? Yeah, guys. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely because I keep seeing that. I keep reading that it's like. It's fast moving. It's, he's deteriorating like that is a shame. Quickly, regardless of how difficult he might be or what his personality. Right. Even if he's a if he's is a dick, which is, I mean, that's not necessarily a nice thing to be. He hasn't seemed to cause anyone any direct trouble. Not like you know some other celebrities. You don't see the release tapes of him calling his daughter awful things on the phone or stuff like that. So like, yeah, that's that. a good point. The, did Bruce ever have have Any like kind a of controversy breakdown? like that? Yeah, no. like Mel or Alec Baldwin or 
No, just like it's stuff like for them getting hard hard to get along with. Like him and Subble Shepherd did get along, and you know, like like it doesn't him and Kevin Smith. You yeah. know, like you, you, all these uh, stories. Yeah. But he never did anything illegal, right? Or right. degenerative. Yeah. I just and read maybe- an article on it was on I think it was on CNN.com of his wife pleading with the paparazzi because he still does go out. I guess they, mm-hmm. you know, like they, they take him to family functions and stuff like that. Um, the paparazzi taking lots of pictures and shouting at him or ye- uh. yell, yelling at like yelling out yippee Kaye and stuff like that. And it was his wife pretty much pleading with anybody that sees him in public. Please don't shout at him because it confuses him. Oh, oh that's good. Don't make me cry in this episode, Dave. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's that's sad. I've seen photos. Yeah, his family's been posting like holiday pictures, and there was one just him on the beach, maybe like a month ago. I mean, he looks, you know, he looks great, but his mental state is just, just is just not there anymore, and it's just oof. Man, yeah. I'm gonna watch Die Hard every day when he passes. All right, mm. and on Christmas Day too, because it's a holiday movie. There you go. <laughs> but um, yeah, we we were all. Hudson hawked up, I remember, and uh, Hudson hawked up. Do you still I, have a poster of that, Dave? I have both posters. Yeah, the the teaser poster was his face with his hat down, kind of right. Yeah, and like the round sunglasses, and he has all the earrings in his ear. Yeah, and then there was the other one of him swinging that you were yeah. talking about. Yeah, I cut my hair like this. I dressed oh like him. God. I did. Was that Matt hiding his laugh? <laughs> that was not it. <laughs> we, we we were that was the summer uh like after my freshman year in college because it came out in the summer i think it was like a summer movie um yeah. and working at the movie theater i have pictures of me in my bow tie <laughs> and vest um with my hair cut like his that's I that. It. I mean, the, it's it's sad to say that this movie <laughs> had such an influence, but it yeah. did because it was ahead of its time. I don't know. Um, but uh, there you go. It's on the books. That's the now I can rest. I can rest easy tonight. I should have known this would be one of yours, one of your episodes <laughs> down the road. Yeah, Hudson Hawk. As soon as, as, soon as you gave me the year. And you and I liked it, and no one else did. I'm like, that sounds like Hudson Hawk. <laughs> Used to listen to soundtrack all the time. Yeah. Mm. It had Side by Side and Swinging on a Star as performed by Bruce Willis and Danny Aiello. God damn it. I made an entire mixtape <laughs> of Bruce Willis singing from um, stuff that I recorded off of the television from moonlighting and that's hard to do back then yeah i could well because <laughs> this is how pathetic i am i recorded moonlighting used to be on lifetime in the afternoons. i did the same thing i had videotapes i would program <laughs> with the tape like three or four episodes yeah it was on at like one o'clock in the afternoon yes yes set, set the vcr so my goal was to have and i did it every episode <laughs> of moonlighting on videotape before there were box tapes. Moonlighting was another show that now and again was ahead of its time. I always remember the episode where they did 
like the fantasy episode of Taming of the Shrew. Yeah. And then when yeah. it was over, the kid's like, did I miss Moonlighting? And the mother's like, it's okay. It wasn't very good. It's like that. No one ever did anything <laughs> like that before. And now like every other series does something like that sometime during their run. Yeah. It was very self-referential. Yep. They, they always had a hard time probably because of the fighting that was going on, meeting their quota of episodes. Mm. And I remember the season premiere one year, it was them all like backstage and there was somebody talking to him and it was like, what do you think guys? Are we going to get to 22 episodes this year? <laughs> and Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis looked at the camera and just shook their heads. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah oh. that, and, and that, uh, that taming of the shrew, episode had him singing good loving oh yes at, which was on the moonlighting soundtrack which i put on the fucking mixed tape <laughs> yes yep. you did i had the same i had the same moonlighting uh, soundtrack cassette yes i did and i even right. have it on cd too now so me too i think I even downloaded <laughs> it on, on whatever uh, that's great dave this is a great episode this is this is this, this, this was the last one ever that we did, I'll be happy. <laughs> well, you're Just in luck so. because. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, guess what? <sighs> All right. So here's your game. Oh, boy. It's been forever since I've seen this movie. I only have four quotes. These to me are the four most famous things that, at least in my opinion, he says. Not that any of these things are famous. Give me. But th- I'm- oh. Go ahead, Matt. Before you start, give me one minute. I'll be right back. Okay. What do you think he's doing, Dave? What do I think he's doing? He's he's gonna he's gonna go watch Hudson, uh, Hawk. Hudson Hawk at seventy five percent speed so he can get it all in before he gets back. I You're think, gonna get these. No, I don't. I don't know, Dave. Dave, it's been forever. I haven't seen this movie. It's I swear to God, in forever. You own it, I'm sure, on DVD. I am looking over to my left and my age. I don't think I do. I, I don't even think I have any. Hudson Hawk. I don't see it over there, Dave. You don't own it? No, I have I have under HU. I'm looking over here. I have Hollow Man. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is when I bought all the DVDs back in the day. Horrible Bosses, Hostel, Excellent. and The Hunger Games. You have The Hunger Games? It's probably for for Caitlin, maybe back in the uh, day. I see you caring about that stuff. No, I don't have it. I don't have Hudson Hawk. Is Hudson Hawk even available to own on DVD? I have it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. I, I know Christy's asleep. I just want to make sure the little guy didn't have to shit or piss. Well, that was nice of you, man. Yeah, well, I don't want to clean it up. <laughs> well, you're a good doggy daddy. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, you don't have to cut any of that out, even because we've discovered that Chris doesn't even own Hudson Hawk. What? I don't, oh my god! Looking, I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> I, I'm looking over there, and I, I don't have it. I have. I told uh, uh, Dave I got Hunger Games, and then the Hawk, and that's in my HU area. What is the Hawk? The Hulk. The old, oh, Hulk. The old, Hulk. Okay. Yeah, Hulk. The old Eric Bana maybe one. Yeah. Of but he has. But he has Hollow Man. I have Hollow Man too. <sighs> wow. Okay. Yeah, I can't defend that one. Maybe it was like you know on clearance. You know, I didn't wait in line for it, people. Okay, <laughs> you lost you lost some Hudson Hawk cred. I'm just saying. Well, it's Kevin Bacon, so that's that's a big. But you know, I like Kevin Bacon. Uh, we Everybody have, loves Kevin Bacon. We have a <laughs> hawk that 
that flies around the neighborhood, and we've nicknamed him Hudson a long time ago. Are you serious? Yeah, oh yeah. If you don't That's believe cool. me, ask Christy. She'll she'll tell you. I love it. I think Matt's a bigger fan than you. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't own it. Uh, I was going to ask you. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're about to find out because I have four <laughs> quotes here. So I'm going to give you the quote with a blank. And then, Matt, I will ask you, Does Chris? can Chris finish it? Okay. Or can he not finish it? And then we'll see. Okay. Can I ask? Are these all said by, by Hudson? Um, all but one. Mm. All but one. One of them is sent by Sandra Bernhardt and Richard E. Grant. Okay. So, I'm starting easy. You, I know you know this. I don't think I do, Dave. Don't so put the, me up there. So, <laughs> here's the quote. How am I driving? One eight hundred blank. Uh, okay, yeah, he knows this. Matt, does well, he, he just, know this? He just said yeah, so yeah. <laughs> no, well, it's it's it rings a bell. It doesn't okay. mean I know. All right, Chris, how am I driving? One eight hundred. I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs> That's correct. I remember that now. Yeah, as soon as you you said that, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and that's when the easy one All when right. he's on the gurney. Yeah, uh, outside yeah. of the and back of the thing. It's probably me and you laughed, and that was it. Probably in in that showing. Great line, great line. All right. Okay. Are you ready? Here's your next one. Okay. If the Mario Brothers weren't New Jersey's third largest largest crime family, I'd say kiss my ass. But considering your status, I will say. Blank, blank, blank. Matt, does he know it? I'm going to say He's yes. Talk- You're going to say yes? Yeah. Do you need a minute, Chris, or are you ready? No, I'm trying to kiss. Say it again, because it's, it's ringing the bell. So Frank Stallone and his cronies are the Mario Brothers. If the Mario Brothers weren't New Jersey's third largest crime family, I'd say kiss my ass. But considering your status, I will say... It's blank, like something blank, disgusting. Blank. It's like it's like licking my my ass. It's something. It's still with his. <laughs> it's still with his ass. <laughs> but it's something like like re, repo, It sounds repulsive. Uh, like licking it. I don't know. Wiping it. Uh, I want to say like and lick my ass. Is that your answer? Yeah. This isn't right. If the Mario Brothers weren't New Jersey's third largest crime family, I'd say kiss my ass. But considering your status, I will say slurp my butt. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was still ass related, though. <laughs> All right, I'll give you a half point. Okay. <laughs> you got 1.5. All right, so this is the one not said by him. Okay. Very short. Are you ready? Yeah. Bunny, blank, blank. Oh, Matt, does God. he know this? I you I remember this scene, but I can't remember the line. I'm gonna I'm gonna flip over this time and say he doesn't know it exactly. Okay. Chris, I'll I, start it. You finish it. Bunny Do I get a point if Matt's if I agree with Matt? <laughs> <laughs> no. This is Matt's game to win or lose. See, this is the thing that it sounds like she's saying, honey, I'm home, but she puts bunny. So I want to put down, put, I want to say bunny, I'm home. I'm home. Bunny, I'm home. That's your answer? Yeah, but who, who's bunny? 
Bunny is their dog. And Matt is right. You got it wrong. It's Bunny Ball Ball. Oh, I remember that. Right. Yep. Yeah. 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 They yeah. Throw the ball, and then the dog goes in Bruce Willis's crotch, and he said, "I say, oh yeah, today's, today's Ball Balls." <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. One left. Okay. Here's the quote said by him. But I wanted to do community service. I wanted to teach the handicapped how to blank. Oh, righty. I think he knows it just by that reaction. <laughs> He's saying you know it. Do you know it? No. Oh. <laughs> I tried to trick trick Matt there. So I was like, act like you know it. And I just eh. I just don't know it. But I wanted to do community service. So I wanted to teach the handicapped how to yodel. I remember that. I do. I don't think I, I, I laughed now. I don't think I laughed then. <laughs> <laughs> well, Man, I, I, got, think... I do got to watch this though again. I do. Yeah, I, I do got to see it now too. Yeah, it's been it's been forever, and I I, I keep when you know watch old shit that I used to love as a kid. I'm watching Cobra with Luke and all, you know, because it's Stallone first of all, and all, and I, I want to go back and then watch Hudson Hawk. Has he seen Hudson Hawk? No, apparently not. You don't own it. No, <laughs> yeah. Is that I meant to look? Is it available? I don't. Is it available to own? Debut on it, maybe. I have it. You know. I. I mean, the last time I saw it streaming anywhere, it was on Hulu, but um, it has since been taken away. This can't be available anywhere in stores because they don't keep order. stuff on there forever. Right. Let's go to the store that has everything and check Amazon. If they don't have it, no one's got it. Hudson Hawk, it's, it says seven. It, it would no. be a shame if this was like one of those movies that gets lost to the ages. It's 18 bucks on um, Blu-ray uh, from Target. I can get a Blu-ray on Amazon as well. And DVD and VHS tape. Ten ninety nine. Oh. Can I say something weird here? Again. Yes. Oh, I'm sure you can. Do you think it's weird? I've been seeing people posting pictures and I'm like, that's not like that's not a bad idea. Do you think it's weird just having a collection of vintage, like glass classic movies that you loved on VHS tape? No. No. Okay. Cause I, I have I've, I, all the Star Wars in Indies, but it's like you know, like I don't know, like the old like if you had like an old Rocky on VHS, I think that I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, can't can't watch it anymore, <laughs> but just to have it. No, I, I think that's becoming a thing, you know, for people our age. Like, I don't know, there was something comforting about having the videotape. <laughs> so well, I've been saying they actually some somewhere out there. They're like like Solo or like the new Star Wars stuff. Somebody out there is like making it look VHS style. Yep, and they do a whole pan and scan edit of it. Like on the four by three frame, yeah. So wait, like actually, are you gonna watch it? Yeah, yeah. I, I just thought it was the box. Oh no, you can. Yeah, there's this guy. I say guy. It could be a group of people. It could even be you know a, comp- a company. But they they'll do um, re- not edits because I don't think they edit the content. But they'll they'll put it on a VHS tape, make it four by three, like the old square TVs, and do a pan and pan and scan edit of it, like like you'd see on TV. That's pretty cool. 
don't know who would watch it like that, but that that's pretty cool. You never know. Well, well, man, I I'm gonna ask you for a favor, and and, and, and just only if you want to. Can we end this episode of of Swing from a Star at the end? I'll try to remember. That's that's the, that's the trouble <laughs> I have is when I get to editing, I throw everything together, and then I hear things someone said, and I said I'd do, and went, well, uh, I'm not doing that now because I got to get this out. I'll try only, to remember. Only if you. I mean, I'm sure you have the soundtrack, right? <laughs> Of course, who doesn't? And who doesn't own like, a DVD other than you? This is true. <laughs> I got them both. You have the soundtrack too? Hell yeah, I got the soundtrack. Like a national yeah. physical copy. Hell yeah. Do you have a Hudson Hawk hat like like that he wore in the movie? I have nothing else Hudson Hawk except for the autograph. And when you know, like I mean Tim Tim used to do this all the time. He used to write and and you did it too. You would write to celebrities to their press agent or whatever and right, just right. hope to get something back. Right. I, I wrote to Bruce Willis's agency and got this back. It didn't cost me a dime. It's uh I'm looking at it right now. He's got the hat and the sunglasses and he's got rope over his shoulder. Um I think it's from the end when they're like breaking into that castle or something like that. And it's autographed. That is so, awesome. That yeah. is, yeah, that is, yeah. and then you know, back we never knew if it was like someone, you know, their their janitor signed it or if it was like a stamp of their name. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's his. I've seen his autograph. It's his autograph. But why? Like, does he have a collection of photos or postcards? It's it's from Hudson Hawk. <laughs> well, I think it was then. I think oh, it was, okay. It All was right. like back in the day, you know, like pre-internet. Like you had to send people letters to get this yeah. stuff. Yeah. So would you get a signed still shot from Color of of Night with his penis in the pool? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sign it right on the penis, and then I'd go find Jane March, and I'd have her sign it right on the boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Color of Night. That's another one we used to watch the hell out of Color of Night. I know. What were we what, thinking? What a horrible Just, movie. <laughs> even um. Striking distance that was back then, right in the 90s. I guess I love striking distance. Don't say a bad word about it. Isn't the who's in that? Who's the girl? Parker, Parker. Parker. yeah, Tom Sizemore, God rest his soul. Oh, yes, (laughs) (laughs) Dennis Farina, God rest his soul. I was thinking about doing a best of five Tom Sizemore um, uh, performances because you know, when three other things. When someone dies, best of fives. Yeah, that's 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 someone dies, best of fives. I love that. <laughs> that's the funniest thing Eric ever said. Yeah, yeah, that is, that was great. Skagnetti well, Dave, on Skagnetti. Thank you for letting us swim from the start. This was a good episode. Sure. I mean, I wish I had a little more. I mean, there's not a whole lot about this because no, but because nobody nobody really cares about it. But I feel like it needs to be remembered. Because Remember. it really. <laughs> <laughs> because because it really it really does not deserve the reputation. I'm gonna had I'm gonna say this. Now. I think the later it's getting tonight, and and the longer this episode is, Matt just sounds like he's just having fun. He's just <laughs> yeah, like enjoying back. myself. Yeah, this is. Yeah, I do enjoy. Same I remember. do enjoy the new directionness. 
the, this new show, I guess, that we're doing because it's yeah, all a lot of the pressure's off. We don't have to make sh- we don't have to worry about that other shoe dropping of that one fact we forgot about fucking Watto's chance cube like <laughs> shit. So yeah, I, right. yeah. So it's like it's just free to be stupid. I love it. I wonder if there was ever an idea for a sequel for Hudson Hawk. I doubt it. Like an Amazon Prime. Oscar Osprey. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, we didn't do the other thing that we do on this show where we uh, catch up a little. So, uh, Chris, Chris, what did you watch? What did I watch? Not Hudson Hawk because he doesn't own the DVD. I That's right. a bitch. DVD. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have like every listener is probably gonna mail me the copy now of this. I have 38 and copies. You'll, you'll, yeah, you'll have like the the Jerry Maguire pyramid thing that they did. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's say this. I'll be quick. I saw Scream Six the other night at some fan film uh, premiere kind of thing in 3D. Um, I saw it. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't um, want to give anything away. No, 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 no. It's you know you can't top the first one, but I, I it's it was. Scream Six. Um, I love her though. Um, uh, Jenny Ortega. Oh yeah, yeah, which I still haven't seen that show. Uh, I know. I'm, it, does it matter that I'm not really a diehard Adams Family fan? Well, neither am I. I mean, I enjoy the movies, and I I watched the show as a kid. But I you you put me you put me in a Adams Family trivia competition, and I'm going to come in dead last. But Wednesday was <laughs> Wednesday was fantastic. And Tim Burton's behind it all, right? I think so. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, I think yeah, he directed. I, I think he produced the series and directed like the first two or three episodes. I could be wrong on my numbers, but I know he's involved in it a lot. I will check that out. I don't know when, but I'll check it out. And then I, I saw today Champions with Woody Harrelson, which is a very sweet, fun movie. And like I put in my review, it's a slam dunk. All right, that was kind of lame. <laughs> <laughs> But um, that's I. I want to hear. Well, Dave, have, what I want to hear Matt's story last. Um, <laughs> what did what pissed you off this this for the past couple of weeks or whatever? Uh, this will piss off Matt too. Oh shit! If he hasn't heard this, I heard yesterday that, and I love Bob Odenkirk. Don't get me wrong, uh-huh. I love him. Oh, I heard this, but I heard that he's remaking The Room. What? Yeah, I yeah, did Exactly. The room is already what it is because it's what it is. And it's if already to rem- been remade in Disaster Artist in a sense, too. Why we gotta fuck with the room? True. And the reason the room is so great is because of just how it turned out. If you try to recreate that, it's not gonna be the same. And I think it's I think I even heard like a shot for shot remake kind of Gus Van Zandt style. Why? I don't know. I like Bob I like Bob Odenkirk a lot. I think he's really, really great. Yeah. And I don't even I don't even watch that Saul shit. Oh, that was but awesome. just from just from like the things that he's done over the years right. with yeah. uh with with comedy and I mean and all the people that he's aligned with um are my favorite people in comedy. Uh I think this is a lame, lame thing. Um, so when I heard that, I had that same. Exp- I, I think I went, "What? Why? Why?" That's the that's the confusing <laughs> part. That's that's what Matt just said. Yeah, I think I, we have the same exact reaction because it's it's pointless. It really is stupid and pointless, and a and a lame grab at. Oh look, this is funny, and 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 I'm gonna be kooky. No, like, well, 
Okay, hold, hold on. Rogan already hold, hold on. Okay, yeah. there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot more to the story that I don't. I don't know if you know or not. Now that I'm reading this, maybe I don't. Okay, Better Call Saul actor Bob Odenkirk will star in a recreation of The Room, one of cinema's strangest films. Some say the worst. Others they say say they just don't get it. Performed against a green screen that displays locations used in the original movie, the Room remake is a last endeavor for acting for a cause, an all-volunteer organization that produces and stages Zoom-style table readings and classic plays in ch- for mo- of movies for charity. Produced, directed, and hosted by the organization's Brando Crawford, the Room will benefit AMFAR. So this is a charity performance. All right. Well, then that does change things. Okay. I only I did not hear that part of it. I mean, it's still it's still kind of redundant it's a little silly but that's uh, that but at it, least it's for yeah if it's raising money all right that that softens the edges of that a little bit i guess but yeah i when i didn't know that i thought he was just remaking it so yeah that all right okay yeah i could yeah then i'll say something else that pisses me off about that yeah, do you ever watch do. do you ever do you remember um kai the uh, hatchet wielding hitchhiker. No, do you remember this? No, from it sounds familiar, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe ten years ago, it became. You know, how, Matt. You know how like you like all those things, like the guy, the dead giveaway guy, and yeah. stuff like that. Um, so Kai did this thing where it was this guy who was hitchhiking, and he he, uh, the guy that he was driving with hit this woman. And he jumped out and he took out a hatchet oh, out of his thing. Yeah. And he did the yeah. and then the meme was him going was him was him, you know, what is it? I forget what it was. It was it was like it was like wham, 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 or whatever yeah. he was doing. I, so there's a whole documentary about this guy out now. And it's all funny about how, oh, this guy's great, this guy's kooky, he was on Jimmy Kimmel, it was all this stuff. Well, the guy was mentally ill. Oh. And he ended up murdering someone. Oh, my God. Like many years Jesus. later. And I guess the thing that pisses me off about it is that if even one of these people, Jimmy Kimmel included, would have taken the time to realize that this guy was mentally ill and why was he even carrying a hatchet in the first place um, and got him some help rather than try to exploit him. <laughs> that guy might not that might guy might not have died. That's funny that you think someone in Hollywood is gonna do that. Yeah, well, some of the people were news people. It was like everybody that this guy encountered used him. Yeah. Yeah. And exploited him. Yeah. Rather than got him the 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 help that he needed. Right. Uh, uh, from a drug and alcohol standpoint and a mental health standpoint. So I, I watched this and that's sort of like the theme of the documentary, mm. but it's, it's also like, look at this guy. He's kooky, you yeah, know, but you know, like he, yeah. he, he murdered someone. That's, so it's, yeah. I don't know. <sighs> so I don't that know. Like terrible. people not take people not taking mental health seriously. pisses me off. I guess that is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent behind you on that. But more importantly, Matt, <laughs> what is it really news? important? Just talking about yes, so unfortunate, someone's unfortunate and untimely death, and now you're going into this this no, nonsense because it's time to celebrate you. Okay, I'll what happened? Okay, so I think <laughs> one of the later, uh, more I should say, more recent released episodes, 
I talked about I had my first win for home brewing, and that was an inner club challenge. Well, we just had our circuit, um, the the Florida circuit. It's a series of like seven or eight competitions. I forget now. Somewhere around that number. I should I should know this by now. Um, just launched today. The, the first award competitions launched today. So we found out who won what. And I got four medals altogether. I got a third place for my uh, British, strong British ale, old ale. I got first place for my pale ale um, in the pale American ale category. I got a second place for my specialty IPA, my black IPA. And then I got a um, third place for my cherry mead. So I... I had six entries and four one. I think that's a, statistically the best I've ever done in a competition. So I was very happy about that. Before we got to the end of the event, which is where they announced the club winners and the overall winners and the total point um, winners, the feed cut out. Like it just, and it didn't come back. Like the internet, like someone tripped over the router or something. So I didn't think much about it because, because the, how this works for anyone that doesn't know, all the gold medals automatically go to best of show. Like that, that's the immediate entry. Judges can choose others. Like if you have a really good, if you couldn't choose between a silver medal beer and a gold medal beer, you can send both of them. You can send all three of those to best of show. I, I've, I've actually seen that once and I've seen a bronze medal beer win best of show. Only once that I know of. It doesn't happen often, but it doesn't. So I know I had one. I had like a one in 34 chance of, of being in best in show. And it's a pale ale, which is a pretty like common beer. And everybody always judges it against Sierra Nevada pale ale. So I was like, I, it's like okay, I, 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 I have no hopes of that. I'm just happy with what I got. Somewhere in the Discord chat uh, with my new club, we're congratulating everybody. And he said, oh, congratulations to... Um, Matt and John, you got John, you got first heavy metal brewer, Matt, you got second heavy metal. And what that means is the most points won in the competition. It's like, oh, cool. You know, my four medals got me enough points to be second place. Put the phone down, went on. Um, Christy had a friend over there brewing. I was kind of chit chatting with them, having a couple beers. My phone rings and it's, it's, uh, the John, the guy I just mentioned, he's in my club. He's a good friend of mine. So I was like, hey, John, what's happening? He's like, he's like, man, we had a hell of a showing. I'm like, yeah, congratulations on your first place. He's like, yeah, congratulations on yours. And we're talking, and then he said something like, and I said, I was like, oh, cool, yeah, you know, I'm happy about that. I was really surprised my old ale got the, uh, only got a bronze. I was expecting more for that. He's like, yeah, but for a parallel to win the whole whole thing, go all the way to best of show, is that's 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 impressive. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, he's like, yeah, you got best of show. I was like, no, I, I got um, the gold medal in that category, and I got second brewer. He's like, no, you won everything. You won best of show. I'm like, get the fuck out of town. I didn't know for 20 <laughs> minutes that I had won this entire contest. Holy shit. Yep. <laughs> so then I quick pull up the, the computer, look it up, and there it is. Best of show gold, Matt Hunsworth, Hipster Skull, Pale Ale. And I, I showed the computer to Christian and Fred. I was like, I fucking want Best of Show. <laughs> They're like, yay. <laughs> Hooray for you. Who cares? It's like, I was, I, it's the first, I've gotten a Mead Best of Show before, but that's always like a one out of 30 beers or uh, Meads. I'm sorry, Meads and Ciders. This was, this is my first anything Best of Show in beer. And there was 366 beers. So out of 366 beers, mine, the judges thought mine was the best. And I was like fucking stoked. Like I've never been that 
excited about something so you know um, uh, uh, one line in a giant spreadsheet like to get that fucking excited about i was so freaking happy and i still am i'm just it's been a great day do you witness the 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 judges drinking in front of you or no 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 because it drop it off no yeah it takes weeks to get all those done i got you yep congratulations thank you that's awesome man that's really great you should be proud of yourself. I know you are. Uh, yes, I Very am. Very proud of yourself. <laughs> I'm usually not, but with this, I am. Yeah, it was awesome. And John was, um, the cool part was, John got second place best in show with a best uh, ordinary bidder. So it was kind of cool to get the first, to, to learn from the guy that you, it was right behind you and, and, and to be a friend of mine. So him and I, so, oh, and then on top of that, um, I've talked much about on the show about leaving one club for another one that's been, well, I mean, for lack of a better term, not supportive to one that's been supportive. And this, this new club that I'm in, we won as a club as well. It's like, you have, you have two, um, point tallies for the circuit. You have individual circuit, oh, I mean, sorry, individual points. So you got a homebrew of the year. Then you have club points. You have a homebrew club of the year. We won with 62 points the second place club got 38 so we not only won but we won by 24 points that's that's like that could be like 10 beers that's like almost that's almost 10 first place beers that we won by a little little less but close enough for my statistics yeah it's it's been a great start to the season so i i i don't know that i can maintain this level but i'm happy to have done I think my part at this point for the season for the club and, and I hope to do more, but man, this is a, this is going to be a tough bar to, to cross again. Well, whether that happens or not, I'm sure it will, but uh, nobody can take this away from me. Nope. So congratulations. Nope. I'm sure the, some people in the old club will try <laughs> like, well, it's not like there's 500 entries. There's 500 right. entries. You probably wouldn't have won. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. That, that's great, though, man. This is. You. I mean, and this is like you. You've been doing. How long have you been been brewing? Now? <laughs> I've been brewing. Uh, that's funny because um, someone just asked me that, and best I can pinpoint is about seven years because I know I made a beer wow. in 2016 specifically for Halloween Horror Nights. Like I made it based on that year's theme. So I know I brewed then. I've only competed since 2019. And 2020, there was only one competition that year um, that I entered. So I've really only competed the past three years. So to go from, I got two medals the very first year I competed. I got a bronze and a silver. Oh, that's not true. I got a bronze, a silver, a gold, and two other silver. So I got five medals to now getting almost that many medals in the very first competition of the year. Well, I guess I kind of did get five wins because I got best of show. So, <laughs> so in one, in one day I've matched my, what my start of my competition, um, uh, life was or whatever you want to call that. So yeah, it's fun. It's, it's a fun thing to do. It's, it's, I get maybe a little in too into it. And when I don't win, like my, the very first beer, like I said, I had six in four, one, the very first one that I was a uh, category that came up for me, I was pretty, I was pretty confident in that beer. And when I didn't get anything, like I immediately thought, Oh, f- 
this is going to be a giant goose egg because that's where my mind goes. It's like you're a failure. You know, you're going to lose everything. You wasted all your money on this entry. So it's like I immediately was like, like my day was ruined. But like it's 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 really amazing how in forty minutes that turned a complete one eighty. I actually remember, <clears throat> I remember, I, I have a horrible memory, but I remember when you first were talking about, I want to try brewing. I want to try that. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Like, you were just like an idea in your head and, and now, now look where you're at. I know, right? right? <laughs> I, shit, I was joking with a friend. I was joking, but not because there was some truth to the, to the statement. I was like, I was like, if I had, if, if all the resources for brewing that we have right now, if like, if I had done this when I was 25. And I learned almost everything that I knew to start with from YouTube. Then I got to know some people, but I would have never started if it wasn't for YouTube. If I would have, you know, if all the homebrew equipment that I'm using now was available when I was 25. And if YouTube was as as big as it was when I was 25, I was like, I think my life, what I've done with my life as a career would have been so much different than what I do now. I think one way or another, I would have been in the brewing industry. Like, I don't know yeah. how, as a brewer, as an right. owner, as a you know, uh, something in production with one of the big companies. It's just, it's really strange that, you know, I picked something up so late in life and really latched onto it. But on the other hand, better late than never. So, right. Dave, Dave and I can't say anything, you know, good about us winning an awards. <laughs> <laughs> we don't win awards. No, but I'll happily drink your beer. There you go. Yep. I got to make a Corona clone for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll try anything. I, I'll try anything. I'll go, yeah, I don't taste anything. All right. It's beer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a good palate, I guess. <laughs> That's not your thing. I get it. Um, but awesome. Thank uh, you. Uh, oh, Tim, what are you? Oh, wait. Ooh. He's not here. Um, not- Dave, thank you again. Yes. That was, that was fun. Thank you back. That was fun. That's one of those I movies I forget how much I like until I get to talk to someone about it. And that doesn't happen yeah. often. Yeah. That, I, I, I want I, I, I was looking while, while talking a little bit. So, ooh, where can I go? I know, right? <laughs> but um, hope you're all out there lis- uh, liking this and listening and having a good time. Um, uh, from our galaxy to yours, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Outside the Galaxy. Thanks for listening to Swick Presents Outside the Galaxy. Outside the Galaxy is a NeoZaz.com production. For more great content and original productions, please visit NeoZaz.com. NeoZaz.com and Swick Presents Outside the Galaxy is proudly 100% listener supported. To learn how you can help support the work done by NeoZaz.com and get access to exclusive content, please visit Patreon.com slash NeoZaz. To help support the show for free, please consider taking a couple minutes to leave a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you download this podcast. Thanks for listening. And be better off than you are. Or would you rather be a pig? A pig is an animal with dirt on his face. His shoes are a terrible disgrace. He's got no manners when he eats his food. He's fat and lazy and extremely rude. But if you don't care a feather or a fig, you may grow up to be a pig. <laughs>